Who got killed, Lee? Who died, Lee? Kata, you. Detective, you? Not you. You. Who? You. Who? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Man, Lee, don't nobody understand the words coming out of your mouth. Of all the quotes and quotable scenes and lines from from those movies, I think I think we did a we did the smart thing by choosing to leave the show uh, with that line. Of course, we're talking about the one and only Rush Hour trilogy, Rush Hours one, two, and three. Over a just about a ten year span, those movies come out, and. I'm here joined today by a special guest, the one and only uh, person behind the madness, the one who deals with it every day, Mrs. All Screws Loose, my wife, Daniela Escamilla, um, I'm pretty sure getting a bad look from calling her Daniela, but most of you, if you know us, know her as Danny. Uh, Danny, welcome to the show, and I know you hear every week, and you... Uh, you're a listener, except for last week. We will pardon you for that. I know you haven't listened to last week's episode yet. But I've been busy. I'm sorry. Yeah, sure. Totally. Um, but uh, why don't you say hi to everyone? Hello. I'm finally going to be able to talk on here. He always talks about me every episode, and now you actually get to hear my voice. How unfortunate for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, actually, I'm actually glad that we have you situated the... Uh, correct distance away from the mic because earlier you were all up on top of it and screaming into it (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i don't know how to act with the microphone in front of my face uh but uh rush hour i mean what is rush hour to us um our life our marriage we quote it at least once a day i would say Yeah. yeah just to bring light to um Everyday life that every all these situations, yep. all these messed up situations, and yes. even the the shit that our kid gets into, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like when when he's doing something, and uh, I kind of give him the you want me to whoop your ass, huh? Don't you? Yeah, I want whoop you. You want me to whoop your ass, Lee? You know, talk, you know, part of what we're talking about. Yes, I do. Yes. Gets, it's after they have that long chase in the beginning, and uh, so then he catches up to him, and then he realizes that. Uh, that Lee speak, does speak English. Um, and so they're walking back to the car and he he like slides into Carter's car all show off like and he's like, You want me to kick your ass? I'm gonna whoop your ass, Lee. <laughs> yes, that's that's after my other favorite part where um, Carter's making fun of the mumbling of <laughs> of Lee or Jackie Chan, which is, Oh, that's right, because he's like, Why why don't you tell me you can speak English? And, and Jackie's he, all oh you see, I, I, you assume I don't speak English. I uh, I don't talk because I let you talk. He, this goes something along the lines. He's like, I like to let people talk to find out how full of shit they are. <laughs> and that's what Lisa, I like to, I like to hear you talk. <laughs> as I'm walking back to the car. And as a matter of fact, if you remember, I did that to you this morning. <laughs> What's that? That I like to hear people talk. <laughs> uh, but let's not, uh, let's, let's not blow up all the... Uh, all the quotes out of the water before we even get this episode started. Uh, want to welcome, officially welcome everyone, and better late than never, to the pod. If you can't tell, this week's pod's topic is going to be the Rush Hour trilogy, which we don't know for sure yet. May no longer stay a trilogy, but become, I guess we would have to describe it as a franchise with 
the upcoming possibility of a fourth installment coming hopefully in the year 2024. That we don't know. But today's topic is going to be the Rush Hour Trilogy. Three great movies. Three movies of comedic gold. And actually pretty good story and plot if we're saying so. Uh, but thank you guys. Thank you everyone for continuing to be here. Thank you all for continuing to hit play and I want to thank you guys because for the whole month of March, we had almost 163 plays. That's how many times you guys have hit the play button. And within the first half of this month, we have we have already almost reached that mark. We're over halfway there. So you guys are really killing it with the support. And you guys are really killing it with all the interactions and the Q&As and in the comment section. Uh, I appreciate it. I want you guys to continue to do so. Let me know what you think. Um, continue to uh, answer all the questions that I have uh, for you guys in the Q&A section. Uh, just for example, last week on last week's pod about Chris Cornell, uh, I asked you guys which, uh, which of your favorite uh, songs that has Chris Cornell on vocals was your favorite. And my boy Eric answers with a classic, Like a Stone. And who doesn't love that song? What what a choice. What a song. Uh, well, Ben, what would be your favorite Chris Cornell song? Mm, oh, man. You put me on the spot. I would not be good at Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Um, let's see. I love all of his songs. But actually... The one that you showed me, and you talked about it in your pod, that Ira showed you. Oh, his cover of uh, is it Nothing Compares to You. Yes, yeah. I love it. I If you put that video on when we're just like, you know, cooking or chilling, it gives me chills. And I just love it because he's gone too soon. I think you just like it because it, it stops Freely from tearing up the house for about two and a half minutes. <laughs> yeah, maybe just a little bit. He goes over there with his diaper butt and he's all bouncing up and down. Because <laughs> he likes it too. Yeah. And let's not forget the other option we have on Spotify where I ask you guys, uh, which band uh, of Chris Cornell's do you like better? Uh, Soundgarden, Audio Slave, Temple of the Dog, or his, or his solo stuff? Uh, so far, 66% of the people who've presented who have participated have picked Soundgarden and the other third picked Audio Slave. So I am interested into in knowing which uh, which band you guys like better. Uh, that uh, that poll is still up. So be sure that you do take part in that so I can continue to hear. Uh, I guess, which one is your favorite out of the three? Well, I was just about to say, I was like, I don't listen on Spotify. I listen on Apple Podcasts, so I can't vote on there. Um, but I would say, for me, Audio Slave, I like all of his stuff, but Audio Slave, for me, is nostalgic because it's what I grew up hearing as a kid, made my love for metal and heavy rock. So I, I would say Audio Slave. Not to mention that it's always playing on Turbo, huh? Yes. My favorite. Turbo. <laughs> By the way, was it killing you to answer that question? Because I could see your hand go up. Yes. I was like, you way in the back. I was like, ooh, me, me, me. But guys, continue to hit up those those interactions. I love it. I uh, want to continue to shout you guys, shout out you guys who, uh, who are participating. But without further ado, let's get into this pod about Rush Hour, the franchise Rush Hour 1, 2, and 3. And get into what makes it so great, why we laugh at it, and why we look for it. We watch it all the time. 
So I can officially shut my damn mouth. And without further ado, let's get into today's episode about Rush Hour. everybody welcome back to the ninth installment of all screws loose thoughts unhinged i am your host jose escamilla and as i've discussed earlier what a guest what a person my wife danny what's it what's it feel like to be on the show today babe and not have to be on the other side of the door when it's closed uh attending to the little heathen that's trying to break in and tiptoeing yes uh, excuse me as I wipe my tears. No, I'm just kidding. It feels good. I actually have been pretty annoying. And I've been like, hey, so when are you going to put me on? When are you going to put me on the show? And so now. That's right. So I was kind I of am. forced to do this. So I didn't want to do it. You're <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. But, and then what a topic to pick. Like, I don't think we could have picked another. There's not many more topics that we could have picked that we don't really love and relate to so much. Yeah, I would say so. This is. Probably one of the, I mean, honestly, if we put the TV on and it's on there, we're going to watch it no matter what. Well, what did we fall asleep to last night? Oh, Rush Hour. Yeah. yeah matter of fact. Kind of pissed though right now, like on all streaming services that we have, the, only the first one's available. And I could, I felt like all of them were available up until like last night. Again, just like on one of your pods where you were like, hey, I want to watch Christmas with the Cranks during Christmas. And you but it's can. only available when it's 100 it's only degrees available. outside. When in, in June. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like that too. And But cable plays it a lot. But, you know, we don't have cable because nobody has time for that. So Or the money for it. True. You know. Uh, so we love the movie, babe. And we love we love the actors that are attached to the movie. Chris Tucker, Jackie Chan, um, some of the other ones. Uh, uh, Don Cheadle in the second one. Oh my gosh, yes. What's his, what, who's he play? Oh What's his name? Oh my gosh. I don't know why. Kitty. Oh, that's yes. right. That's right. Kitty. I'll shoot you so you fill in the kitchen. <laughs> Is that the one where uh, Jackie Chan's fighting him and they have literally all the same moves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, Who taught you? And he's like, Oh. Oh, because he hits him with the crouching tiger. Yeah, and he's like, Oh, that's his brother. He's talking about, you know, they trained him with who's the, the same what master? Arts. What's the master, though? I can't remember. He's like, uh, oh shit! That's right. He's like master so and so in Hong Kong. Uh-huh. Oh, master in on Crenshaw. <laughs> oh, they are brothers. Yes, exactly. Yes, uh, yes. Oh man, it's funny. But they're saying all that in Chinese, and and Carter doesn't speak Chinese. He speaks English, and he's like, I know y'all saying something bad about me. <laughs> yeah, like, I heard that. I heard that. I know. Uh, well, and you know, and I also really like because you know in the first one. It's all about the kidnapping of the little Chinese girl. So, what, know, little, what little Chinese what girl? Little, I don't know another my little Chinese girl. No. Get your um, hands off. This is my favorite suit. Your mama bought me this suit. <laughs> oh my God. I love that exchange. Um, but they use the same actress in the third one when she's grown. And they use the same Councilman Han in the third one. Um, oh, the Councilman oh, Han. Yeah. yeah, Councilman Han. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, they use the same actress. Oh, and that's so. That's the that's the young Sue Young. As far as I know, yes. Or if not, maybe the concept. But I mean, you get to see her as the little girl singing Mariah Carey in the middle of rush hour, and then you see that's her right. as a grown adult at the hospital because her dad's been shot. You know, I think that's really cool. Yeah, that is good. Yeah, uh, and they do a good job too. Like, even though, like I, I think I talked about it, even though the third one's not 
as popular, not as well received, and I don't think it's as good as one and two, doesn't mean it's a bad movie. Right. I don't think they've had any misses in this trilogy. That's why I'm hoping that if they are going to do this fourth one, that they do, I'm willing to let them take their time to make sure it's a good a good movie. And I hope that's what they end with. I hope they don't pull like a Star Wars or mm-hmm. Disney type deal where they try to milk another two or three right. movies out of it. Right. And I don't want that either. Well, and you know, it makes me laugh too because you know, at the end of the second one, you got to watch all the bloopers. Oh, the bloopers are almost They're, even better than the regular exactly. movie. Exactly. Um, and then he's like, oh, he ain't going to be in Rashad with Oh, when he kicks Ricky Tate out of the... <laughs> yeah. Damn. Good kick, Lee. <laughs> he's he ain't like, going to be in Rashad with three. Right. And it's my favorite. <laughs> um, and they may have teased that in the third one too. About Rush Hour 4, but I can't remember exactly. That's right, yeah. It's harder to find Rush Hour 3 than it is to find Rush Hour 1 and 2, yeah, I think. That's true. Um, so, we kind of talked about Disney earlier. And this kind of also goes back to the pod a couple weeks ago when I had uh, Ship and Kid on here when we talked about Tombstone. Mm-hmm. What? Guess what studio had this movie first? Huh. Disney. Uh- no way. Like, what, like, could you imagine Rush Hour as a Disney movie? They got there. No. So they they dropped the project, of course, thank gosh. And it was picked up by New Line Cinema. Okay, which, yeah. like, I feel like from at this this period in time, so Rush Hour comes out in 98, right? Mm-hmm. New Line Cinema was putting out everything, right? I feel like so. Like, all the, all the Sandler much. movies. Oh, uh, I want to say they had some of, like, the Freddy Krueger movies, too, and, like, the Jason movies. Oh, yeah, they may have, yeah. You know, it's new, I mean, when's the last time you've seen a New Line Cinema movie? I was just about to say that. It's been a long time. Yeah. I feel like I don't see that you pop got, up anymore in the You've got a bunch of other studios coming up, like, I mean, Nintendo and, and Illumination teaming up to make, yeah. I mean, we just saw Mario, which, yes. if you haven't seen Mario, if you're a big fan of the franchise, I think it's a pretty solid movie. I think yes. it's worth a watch. I loved it. And everybody I've been explaining it to is... It's nostalgic. So if you played the games as a kid, you're going to like the movie. If you didn't play the games, then you may not. But it's kind of nice finding all the Easter eggs and all the music that was in the games. And, you know, which and level the, was which. And the let's go. <laughs> yes. And then it, it's sunny. It's sunny. <laughs> and Donkey Kong. We love that, Donkey too. Donkey Kong. Yeah. And they, yeah and we don't want to spoil that movie. Okay. So yeah, we'll yeah, let, you're we'll right, let you're you. Right. If, you, if y'all haven't watched it, go out there and watch it yourselves. We don't want you know why I can spoil it for you. Yes, that's correct. So, when you look at Rush Hour, what would you think if you didn't see Chris Tucker as as uh, as Detective Carter, Detective James Cotton? I don't know because I only see him as that. Like for instance, he has that new. Air Jordan movie coming out that he's in. That's right. That's and I correct. literally saw him in the preview and I was like, what is Detective James Carter doing in this movie? Like, I don't see him as anything else. See, I see him as two things and we actually just watched this too. Yeah. Chris Tucker, not only as Detective Carter, but as, he's also one other character. Oh my gosh, how can I forget? Smokey. Smokey from, the fr- <laughs> from Friday. That's I right. love this movie. That's another movie I just put on every time. I'm yeah, that's something. another one we probably could talk about together. Not today, of course, oh, but, no, but we can keep that in our back pocket there. Yes. Smokey, you know this, man. <laughs> it's my favorite. How many times a week, you know? Yeah, I've been, I've been having mind control over, I almost called him Suge, over Debo. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll be talking shit and he come around. I shut up. But when he leaves? I'll be I'll talking, be talking again. again. That's my favorite. And then when he's like, what's up, big perm? I mean, big worm. Or, <laughs> I want to try to, I want to go to smoke the smoke dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Classic. <laughs> uh, but, so Chris Tucker wasn't the first pick to play Detective Carter. Oh. 
Do you know who the first person was? I'd be surprised if you get this. Mm. And does anyone else know this? If you did, hey, my hat's off to you. And I want to know about it because I want to know. I want to find someone else that knows shit about these movies like I do. Well, I was gonna say Eddie Murphy, but I was like maybe not because in the '90s he was doing the no, that's '80s Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop. Well. So let me let me tell you, Martin Lawrence was the official pick. You know, with his success and you know, Bad Boys. It was Bad Bad Boys Two wasn't out by this time, was it? I don't, that I don't, I don't know. know. But I know Bad Boys was. Yeah. Uh, but it didn't really work out. Uh, so Martin Lawrence obviously didn't finish. So there was actually a pool of other actors to play uh, uh, James Carter. Um, and you just mentioned one. Uh, in this pool were names like Eddie Murphy. Wow. Wesley Snipes. Okay. Yeah. This one might surprise you, and as much as I love him, I don't think I can't see him playing uh, Detective Carter. Dave Chappelle. What? No. This is yeah, a, no, no, no. This no. is you know this is at the time when Chappelle's really coming to rise. Yeah, you know he's got. He, mm-hmm. Does he have his show already? In that year, I don't. I don't know. Ooh, I don't think so. I think that was early two thousands. But even then, Dave Chappelle is half baked. He can't. He can't play in <coughs> half baked Excuse and me. then play a detective and a cop. I mean, I love him a lot, but I don't see it either. Just because he smokes weed, he can't be a cop? No, that's not what I'm saying. It's just he plays that character really, really well. <laughs> okay. But didn't didn't didn't, uh, didn't Chris Tucker's character smoke weed in the beginning? Oh, true statement. Of, uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, anyways. Sure. No, I'm just no. kidding. <laughs> I, I can't... As much as I love Dave Chappelle, I can't see him playing... Successfully playing James Carter and having the impact that Chris Tucker did. Right. Uh, you know... Chris Tucker, how many times does he do the Michael Jackson dance moves? Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, I think he even does it in Friday too, doesn't he? Um, I don't know about it in Friday, but that's what I was kind of thinking whenever you were talking about it. That Chris Tucker has a way of being kind of show offy. So, like, even as Smokey, he was, you know. Um, he had some riz to him, didn't he? Yeah. And, yeah. and, like, Chris Tucker and Rush Hour, like, James Carter doesn't want a partner, and he's show off. He wants to do everything by himself. He has that big old bomb go off in the first one with Clive, and oh, the C4? he's dancing what? in the middle of the dang explosion. Ooh, so. I've, been, I've been looking all over this clap. <laughs> what is that? That C4? Oh, I had a C4. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that's how we could kind of jump into the jump into the into the movie. This is before the little girl's kidnapped. Uh, Sue Young's kidnapped. So. Kind of gets a little backstory about James Carter. So he's a he's an LA detective, and I guess he's trying to bust this guy Clive for supplying I guess weapons and explosives. Mm-hmm. So he, he sets up a deal with him in front of the diner, correct? Right. Or in the he's supposed to be in the diner. No, I think he's supposed to be in front of. In front of, anyways. So he shows up late. He cuts all these people off in traffic, and he's like, "What are you doing, you moron?" <laughs> yes. And so he comes up to him, and he's he's he goes to his trunk, but. The deal, before he can give him his money, two, what, just regular L.A. street cops kind of interrupt the deal and tell him, hey, put your hands up, right? Uh-huh. And he's trying to tell him, all cool, you know, just leave, officer, just leave. Right. <laughs> yes. And it just goes off from there, and they get, like, shot in the hand and shot in the chest, the L.A. street cops, and then... No, he gets shot in the pinky. Oh. One man loses a pinky and everyone tripping. <laughs> oh, yes. 
But then he's like, didn't I tell y'all to leave? <laughs> didn't I tell you to get back in the car? Exactly, yes. Oh, man. And then, I love this. He's in the middle of the street. You know, cars are going, people are probably walking. What's he doing? Dang. Shooting his damn gun. And that too, yeah. And a car with, you know, and Clive says it too. Like, hey, stop it, man. I got C4 in the back. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. How rude of these solar panel salesmen. You know, they don't even know that we're in here recording and they want to come mm-hmm. ring our damn doorbell mm-hmm. on a Monday after on a Monday afternoon. The audacity. The audacity. Mm-hmm. The principalities about it, Smokey. That's correct. Um, but getting back to rush hour, so you know, Carter shoots that shoots the C four, blows up that huge car, does his little Michael Jackson dance, and then we get fast forward to the next day back at the department, back at the precinct, wherever uh-huh. it is. Uh-huh. And he's telling this story, you know, about fifty about 10 of them came out of the trunk and I started slapping them, mm-hmm. whatever. Being all exaggerating. <laughs> and his, his partner, who was supposed to be there with him, is like, that's why you're getting suspended. Mm-hmm. So he goes to the captain and he's like, you blew up an entire block. That block was already messed up anyway. <laughs> so, and so it's just, so then what happens then? The FBI, I think, before he calls Carter in there, like the captain, mm-hmm. has already called um, to let them know that they need somebody to pick up Lee from the airport um, because they're going to have Detective Lee come and help with the case. And so... The to, FBI doesn't want that, right? Cor- well, the, yeah, correct. They don't want an LAPD officer to be part of the case. Well, they don't, and they but, don't want this... They don't want right. a... Uh, what does he say? Uh, um, what does he call him? A Hongqing cop, you know? Yeah, so rude. Yeah. Um, but yes... Uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Because Consul Han tells them, you know, I already have one of my men from Hong Kong coming, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, Agent Rust, special Agent Rust, doesn't mm-hmm. want doesn't want that. That's right. So Carter's job is basically supposed to be just to babysit and show this guy around, keep him out of sight until the case is closed. Right. Right. So he picks him up from the airport, and that's when we get one of the their first exchanges, which is fucking hilarious. The my name is Jason Carter. <laughs> Do you speak uh, any English? And then Jack Chan's just smiling at him and looking he, at him. And he's <laughs> letting him talk. Correct. Just like we already <laughs> talked about. Oh. You know, I kind of feel like, you know how Carter treats treat, uh, treats Lee right there? That's how I would want to treat Freely sometimes. When Freely, when I try to get him to play pickup, I'm like, put your own shit <laughs> yeah. in the bag. Exactly. <laughs> it's like... I'm not a, what does he say? I'm not a sky. I am not a sky cat. Yes. Because he's, it's, he's in that little two-seater car and he. Is it, what is that? A, is that a, a cor, that's not a Corvette, is it? Is it a Porsche? Porsche. No. Camaro? Is it a Camaro? Maybe. Is, We'd have if, to look. If anyone knows what that car is before <laughs> we find out what it is, let us know. Yes, because it, I mean, it's a nice car. Yeah, it is. I want to say that's the kind of car I was driving at Safety City when I was in second grade. Ooh. For those of you who aren't familiar with the Abilene area, there's this little place called Safety City, which they take little elementary kids, and it's like the whole town, it's like Abilene, but in a really small uh-huh. area, and it teaches little kids, like, what is Safety, it? Safety, like to... Road laws, how to drive, how to seat walk. Belt, seat belt, ride belt. your bike, um... I guess not how to walk, because I guess most of us know. Hopefully in second grade, you know how to walk. <laughs> but no, like how to walk properly, not like no in the jaywalking. middle of the street. Right. And then um, you can be like me, who got into the car and like ran straight to my mom. 
<laughs> who was on the curb. And then also how to use training wheels on my bike. But, you know, whatever. That's for another day. It's okay. I'll admit, I went left on red. And I got in trouble. I got pulled Ooh. over. Yeah. My God. First ticket. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. At least I passed my driving test on the first try. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, man. But so, Jackie, uh, Jackie Chan and uh, Chris Tucker immediately, upon getting together, I mean, get the crowd to laugh, you know. And then, what's the first they first place they go to, right? He's going to that, that little billiards bar owned by his, uh, that's run by uh, his cousin Luke, right? Yes. Is that the first place they go, or is that after he catches them? Catches him, because doesn't he take him to the stars, the... Oh, the Hollywood... Oh, he takes him to the like, Oriental look, Theater. Yeah, he's like, doesn't he look just like home? And just like home. Like, Stay right here with the Duke, with and the, then he goes... <laughs> and then the map guy was like, um, I don't know, shocking around. He's like, well, buy me one of the maps for $45. And then he tries to tell him about somebody buying up all the explosives. And he's like, well, do you have a name? Carter asked for a name. And he's like, nah, I don't have a name. Not for $45. For $45, you better tell me something. It's <laughs> my favorite part. He goes, nah, I don't know nothing for $45. I'm selling star maps. I'm selling star maps, uh, Carter. That's all I'm selling. Yeah. That's right, because he's one of the informants. That's right. Yeah. So one thing I found when I was researching some, some background stuff, background info about the movie is... Chris Tucker is a very improvising actor, so he improvises a lot of his lines, which, and you could see how, how that would be difficult in this movie with Jackie Chan, who doesn't speak the best English. Mm-hmm. So, and there's been a few interviews of Jackie Chan talking about the first, uh, the first interactions he's had, he had with Chris Tucker, you know, where he speaks so fast, and he's like, what did he say? Mm-hmm. So could you imagine not only dealing with, you know, uh, Chris Tucker talking fast with an improvising stuff that you didn't know was going to be on there and you're just yeah. looking at him like a, like an immigrant at the DMV like <laughs> that's my favorite From, was that Bert? yeah Bert yeah <clears throat> um, that's my favorite uh, but apparently that caused some issues with that uh, in that scene with the uh, star maps guy oh really but I, I can't really see it like it, I, it still feels like a natural scene to me yeah but uh, so that's when uh, when Jackie Chan decides to run away and get on the tour right. bus and, uh, He's Chris, trying to get to the consulate to be yeah. part of the case. Yeah. And then, <laughs> so what does he do? He, Jackie gets on the bus and starts running away. Chris Tucker climbs on the bus. And what does he do? In front of all these Asian tourists. Pulls out his gun. Pulls out his gun. And yeah. points it at him. But they're so excited to see it. They start taking pictures uh-huh. of him. And he's, he's all posing. He's all, wait, 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 wait. Get my good side. <laughs> yeah. And then meanwhile, uh, Jackie Chan has already grabbed onto um, a street sign. Yeah. So he could get away. And he's dangling. Yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. So they go on this long chase and he finally catches up to him. And that's when we get the, uh, that's right. They're in like this cab and the cab driver's like, the cab driver pulls a gun on both of them, right? Yes. Because he didn't realize that they're both officers technically. Yeah. But. Well, because, you know, Carter's just waving his gun around, so... No, here's something that you don't think about when you're... See, I was, what, four or five when this movie came out? Oh, gosh. Here's not something I think about until now. Lee doing anything on this case, since he has no jurisdiction here, wouldn't anything that he finds not be credible to to any criminal charges against Juntao and Sang? Possibly. But, do you think... Like, for instance, like when the SWAT team goes into the building and Lee's like, get your men out of the building. And he's like, no. What is it? 
what is that guy, R- Russ? FBI oh, yeah, Russ is like, no, like, you know, get get him away from me. Why are you near me? And Lee's, like, trying to tell him, like, hey, like, that's a setup. If you were asking for $50 million, would you want to go in a building like that? Yeah, exactly. And then they, what, it just explodes and they lose men. Yeah. <clears throat> and so I think that's probably what it was. And then also, I think the, what is it, Consul Han, him and Lee and the little girl have a really good relationship. Oh, yeah, that's what Russ tells him, too. He's like, the fact that you know this girl compromises uh-huh. your judgment. Uh-huh. That's right. But I don't feel like that. But whatever. I'm, I mean, it's a movie. But the plot's still really good, obviously. You can tell because I'm going to keep talking about it. <laughs> yeah, I think you, you you were part of the writing, weren't you? Oh, shut up. No. <laughs> I was probably five or six when, I, when it came out. Yeah, you were f- five, almost five. Yeah. Probably almost five. God, you're old. Shut up. You were probably... You're literally right behind me. Yeah, but I'm not as old. <laughs> what is You're going to be 30 before me. What is it, two months and a day? No, it's a, a day in 30... in thirty Or a month and 30 days. Mm. Or a month and 29 days. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, you got it... You kind of got it dyslexically backwards. Listen, um, math's not my strong suit. Obviously, from this morning's conversation, I know it's not. <laughs> Could you imagine if you were Chris Tucker in this movie and he was asking you for $50 million? You'd be like, okay, tw- I want $20 million and $20. <laughs> million. You want any files with that? Uh, yes. And that's our favorite because you and I quote that too every now and then. What's that? The well, $20 million? Tw- yeah. Oh, he's yeah. He's all $20 million, 20, like taking his, his order and he's like, $50 million? Who do you think you kidding? I'm Chelsea Clinton. Chelsea Clinton. <laughs> and so that, that scene actually in the bloopers is just as good as, if not funnier, than the than what's kept in the movie, remember? $50 million? Who do you think you got? Chelsea Grandma? Oh, that's when he's... Chelsea. Kel- is it Kelsey? Chelsea. Kelsey? $50 million? Who do you think you got? Kelsey Clinton? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because he's like tripping up on words. That's just like Kavilta Fish. Oh, in the second uh, one? Yeah. yeah. You got it. You, know, you, you can't have black people all over t- all over the world eating lots of bagels. <laughs> oh, oh man. man. So many... Oh, there goes those damn cars again, I you know? know? I don't know what makes people want to zoom, zoom, zoom. It by this, insane. You know, especially at, you know, 9.30 after the kids are already asleep. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. <sighs> or whenever he was, like, a newborn and we're trying to sleep train him and here comes the people driving, like, crazy. Yeah, no. And I'm like, you're not even going anywhere. And like, then it's like, it's always like an 05 Honda, too. <laughs> yeah, you know? I mean, like, you went from 10 to, to 12, like, you know, come Yeah, down. exactly. Oh, and God. you backfired. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, totally. Oh, uh, but, uh, so let's get, let's get back to that part at the uh, billiards bar. So it's a, it's a billiards bar, right? And he walks in and he sees the old guy and he's, he's smoking a joint. Uh-huh. And, and it's so funny, so... The difference, the different mindset between now and then when that came out. Yeah, oh, he's smoking weed and he tells, oh, I should take your ass to jail right mm-hmm. now. So not only just in L.A., but, I mean, pretty much everywhere now. You're not going to have that threat anymore. I'm going to no. take, you know, it's like, just put mm-hmm. that out, you know, or mm-hmm. or it's not even legal. It's not it's even illegal. Yeah, or it's not even worth it to write up a paperwork and stuff oh. for a little bit of weed. So things definitely have changed, yeah. that's for sure. <laughs> like when he tells him, You got a prescription for this? Yeah, and he's trying to tell his something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I remember something. And what does he do? He puts it in his pocket, doesn't he? Yeah, and it's still, still lit. Yeah. It's all burning. I like when he he's like, 
Yeah, when he... <laughs> when he's trying to smell it. Yes. Oh, my God. I love that. That brings me to one of our favorite parts. Oh, which... Oh, when he goes back there? Well, no, whenever he goes... Because he's going to go... He wants to go talk to Clive, so he goes to his friend at the jail. Oh, one yeah. Yeah, favorite, we'll get to that part. favorite, favorite. Yes. But at this part, so... What is it? Luke owns the bar... And he's running like a poker game, illegal poker game in the back, right? right? Mm-hmm. So, and I guess Carter goes back there quite a bit because he rings the buzzer and they see him and they immediately open the door, no questions. Right. But he's trying to put it off that he's he's there to do business. So what does he do? He elbows the fucking doorman. Everyone pulls out their guns and he's like, hey, calm down. And then, <laughs> what is it? The old guy, he's got his glasses on and the toothpick and he's like, MC Hammer there. Put the gun down. That's my favorite. But how, for how many years did we think he said, MC Hammer Daddy? I don't know, but the, I, yeah, for how many, yeah, we were like today years old when yeah. we found out he just said MC Hammer there. MC Hammer there. But I, I don't care what anyone says, I'm going to say MC Hammer Daddy. But that goes back to him talking fast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. But that one was funny because he's playing it off, but when in reality, um, that's Luke, his cousin, that is yeah. doing the the illegal poker game. And I guess who's kind of connected into some of the other illegal underground Thanks. activities yeah. that go on in L.A. Because he knows, he's asking about, uh, you know, where's the little girl at? What little girl? Yeah, that's... But he does He does have, he does have some info because he's saying that someone's going around buying all these explosives and stuff, but he don't know his name. Not $45, he don't know his name. Yeah, exactly. And then... Uh, all the while... He's all while this is happening. He's kicked Jackie out, Jackie Chan out, right? Right. So Lee is in the in the bar. He's not in this back area where they're at, and uh, of course we can't say on the show no. what he tells the bartender. But he, those of you who've seen the movie knows what he says. Yes. And it starts a bar fight, and that's that's this is what I loved about this is one thing I love about Rush Hour is. Jackie Chan doing his own stunts because oh, you know you, you know what he's known for you know all his mm-hmm. movies back Martial in the day arts. yes get out and, of my head I was literally about to say that and it's crazy because and that's so around this time I think it's in the mid 90s and 95 when his movies start having American influence like it's starting to get popular in America right and so he gets in that big bar fight and all those all those fight sequences and moves those are him doing there's no stunt double right. correct With, yeah no he does all his own stunts and you can kind of tell, too, and even then, that big bar fight, all his, like, tricks of going on top of the pool table, underneath the pool table, with the pool sticks, breaking them in half, like, all of that's supposed to be very real and supposed to be just Jackie. Well, it's like the beginning of that first fight in the bar. The bartender pulls him over and is strangling him with his feet hanging over the bar. What does he do? He fills the bar stool under his feet. And pulls it up. He pulls it up and whacks him over the head with yeah, it. Yeah, see. If I had to try to do that. I could never. Yeah. My feet would drop it, and then I would be dead. You hit yourself. Strangling me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, so he whoops everyone's ass. Yes. And who's left in the bar? The old guy oh, smoking the, another. The cigarette. <laughs> cigarette. What is he? That's bad for you. And throws it down. <laughs> and he's still sitting there with his hand out, but like, oh, yeah, I done lost two cigarettes uh-huh. today. Uh huh. Oh God, oh, that's our favorite. So. Uh, then, kind of fast forward, finally get back to the consulate, you know. But not before uh, Chris Tucker handcuffs him to uh, the steering wheel. to the steering wheel of his car. So what does Jackie do? Take the steering wheel off. Uh-huh. That like, like Freely does with his little cozy coat. Oh my that he gosh, has. that's right, that's right. <laughs> I don't understand. I guess oh my, uh, we should start calling him Lee. I know Lee with the little squeaky. Yeah. Dip, 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 dip. So then he whoops. Then he whoops the FBI guy's ass. 
and gets up there. True, and then, yeah. And how cool is that sequence? So when he gets to the console, he uh, he's still got the steering wheel. And uh-huh. he's, he's still handcuffed to it, right? He's, he's got it. But then he's got uh, one of the agent's gun at his feet. So he jumps up, throws the gun up, comes out of the holster, and then all before he lands on his feet, back on his feet, he gets the gun and points it at him. Right. Like how, and it shows it in the blooper, uh, in the bloopers of how many, just kind of a few times how they had to mm-hmm. film that over and over. I still think I'd still be trying to do that. I mean, that probably took I him could, five minutes. I could never. I don't really have very good hand-eye coordination. But I also like it too because, like, in the very beginning, before, like, when the two guards at the gate are like not trying to let him in, and he beats their asses, you know. And he takes their guns and literally pulls it apart in one hand where he takes out, you know. Yeah, he removes the magazine. Uh huh. And then he takes the uh, and he takes the slide off the barrel. Yeah. I sorry, I sorry about this. And then he just drops it. Yeah. I was like, that's really cool. He knew that with like one hand. <laughs> so weird. So those two guys, they get their those two front gate guards get their ass beat. Yep. And then guess guess who comes along? Carter's coming along. He's coming along in a tow truck because he's got to have his car towed. <laughs> And they're still on shift, right? Uh-huh. And so, <laughs> Carter asks him, Hey, y'all seen a little Chinaman about this tall with a steering wheel attached to himself? <laughs> the guard, the guy just asked me, like, Go screw yourself. Uh-huh. You better take your old sensitive ass up there and let me in. <laughs> <laughs> and then he does, and then they get in big trouble. So, and then all all this while, so console han doesn't know that they're trying to te- they're trying to treat lee as a side piece and they don't want to attach to the right attached to the investigation at all and so with all this craziness going on console's kind of upset he's like who is you know when when uh, chris Tucker comes up he's like who right. is this man and uh so that that leads us to that first phone call when saying who helped lead the who's like Juntao's second in command right so yeah. only that we've mentioned that Juntao is is uh, we don't find out till later till yeah. the movie but is. he but we've known that Juntao's behind this whole thing right he has <clears throat> he has uh, been going around and having people buy off these explosives and have set up this kidnapping of Consul's daughter and the Chinese artifacts right yeah because that's what he wants right okay that's yeah. right because all those artifacts were stolen from him at the beginning of the movie. Right, as I was just about to But I guess most of the people, most of our listeners probably have seen Rochester, so I guess we don't have to yeah, I guess deep, so. go deep into the plot more. We're just talking about what makes it so well, damn funny. hey, remember, we said it, that these movies really do have a good plot, plus being super funny and super quotable. Yeah, that's right. Do you think that, do you think that if the movie was released in 2023, do you think it would be as well received? Probably not. Why? Um... Well, right now our world's a little crazy. A lot of people are sensitive. We have to walk you take your sensitive out there. Exactly. Um, and a lot of things can't be said anymore without somebody being super offended. So, But I'm glad it came out when it did because... And they're, they're technically... I mean, they're really, not technically. They are timeless. Really look, are. It's 25 years later and we're still watching. Exactly. Um, but, uh, so... So, possibly one of the funniest, at least to us, one of the funniest scenes is when uh, Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan go to the jail, the L.A. County Jail, whatever. They go to the jail to go interview Clive because now they've got, this is after they chase Sang and they've got that uh, C4 detonator, right? Mm-hmm. 
And so they go, and they're going to try to talk to Clive, see if he knows anything about it, right? Mm -hmm. But it's, like, in the middle of the night, right? And the guard's like, uh, no, James, I can't let you in. We're on lockdown. We're on lockdown. They're already asleep. Right. And what is, what is, what is, uh, how does the exchange go? Oh, he's just, well, he's like, uh, come on, man, you owe me. And he goes, and he's looking at me like, no, no. He was like. Didn't I get you this job? Yeah. And he goes. He's like, yeah, and he's like, didn't I uh, turn my head whenever I, you bought that bag of weed? And the guard is like offended because he was like, I was splitting with you, and he's like, didn't I get you the bigger half? <laughs> how many times? How many times do you think a week do we say that? Oh, I my, was splitting it with you. Oh my god! Like at least once or twice a week, and it, we always do it in like the most perfect moment when neither one of us is expecting us to say it, yeah. so we die laughing. I can't even think of the last time we did it, but I know it was recent. It was, I think it was yesterday. Was it? What was it about, though? Um, I don't know. I don't know, but I know. <laughs> I can just get the other times you look at, I'll look at you, you look at me. It's, I was splitting it with you. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man, that, that scene cracks me up, especially when they do go, they do, he finally lets him go back there and right. they do talk to Clive. And Clive's, you know, he's this chubby white guy, right? He's mm. this chubby big guy. Uh, and uh, what does he tell? He's trying to get him to talk, and he's like, uh, listen, I'm not telling you shit, and you can kiss my fat ass. <laughs> Carter's like, Clive, you know it took me all day to kiss your fat ass. <laughs> and then he's like, like, dangling the detonator in his, like, in front of his face, and he's like, oh, you want this? And he's like, no, I don't want that. He's like, I'm not touching that. And then, Oh, yeah, that's right. And he's like, why, are you scared of it? He's like, no, I'm not scared of it. You're going to do life when they find out you kill a little girl. <laughs> He goes, I don't know nothing about little girl. Everybody that he talks to, I don't know nothing about little girl. <laughs> oh, it's so it sets up perfectly for when he finally does meet her, though. Mm-hmm. You know, so he doesn't he doesn't have the no he's he does when he, he does get the vest off when he finally finds her right when they're at the museum and he finds her in the van right. Yes, they. Um, he brings he brings his partner. Yeah, what is she, her name? Johnson. I think Johnson. That's, the that's last right. Name, that's but I can't right. remember the first name. Yeah, because remember she um, is training to be one of the bomb, de- bomb You should have dead with the bomb? Bomb, bomb, bomb. What's up with Rush Hour and bomb? I don't know. In the second one. And she was the bomb? <laughs> oh, um. But how, anyway. the hell come you, how the hell you didn't tell me you had a bomb in your mouth, Lee? I did. I said, mm. What the hell is mm? <laughs> Boom. Bomb. I don't know. I can't remember because, you know, whenever their Carter gets her out of the van and they're holding hands. Yeah. And she has the vest on. I can't remember if the vest is live or if it's already been... No, it's it's no... Uh, so they cut it to where it can't be... The timer's not going to detonate it, but it can still be detonated by the remote. Oh, okay. Well, because whenever they're asking them to push the button, which is our favorite. That's right, that's right. He's like, Juntao, uh, Juntao, here's your bomb right here. Here's your bomb. Come on, man, push the button. And then I get to there going back and forth. He's all, push the button. And she's all, push the goddamn button. <laughs> the little girl. You heard her. Oh, so. that whole sequence with that vet with the with the bomb and the vest is so funny too because so they get it off of her right mm-hmm. and Jackie takes it that's right yeah so Chris takes the uh, Chris Tucker takes the girl and Jackie takes a hold of the vest and so all this shooting is going on so then Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker both take take refuge behind some kind of like pole or desk or something uh-huh. and uh, uh, Chris Tucker in the middle of all this shooting he's like. Man, I know you don't got the bomb. <laughs> he's trying to run away. Because he does, he's got, right? He's it, wearing it, that's right. Or he's no, he's or got he a hold has of it. it. 
But I can't remember, like, he's trying to take it away from where they are, right? Or is yeah. he trying to... And so he sees <laughs> Juntao's climbing up. And to, he's like, trying to escape. Juntao, he goes, yeah, take, take the bomb to Juntao. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But I, I like all the interactions between uh, between Carter and his partner, uh, Johnson, right? Mm-hmm. So when he's trying to go back to her and get her help while on that C4 detonator... You know, she's doing the training on which, uh, she's doing a little simulator on uh, which cord to cut, right? Right. And so, he's behind the screen, and she's doing it, she's got like 10 seconds left, and so like, she's coming down to the wire, she's about to make a decision, and he hits the, he hits the, the glasses, Johnson! And it blows up in her face. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, <laughs> that whole exchange when they're talking to, and she's like, I'm not helping you, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And so... She eventually does tell him that, oh, that could be C4. And that's mm-hmm. when he gets the idea, well, let me go talk to Clive. Clive. Yeah. I like that he's walking away and he's like, oh, and by the way, Johnson, I'm sorry for uh, starting that rumor about you and me sleeping together during the Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> and she was pissed. And then Jackie goes, like, that to stop her? And he, like, it, grabs her chest and she's looking at him and he's he's like, oh. He takes them off one by one. Too, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Poor man. lady. And then I like, uh, they're right before they get to that final scene. He's trying to get Johnson to help him, and he calls her. He calls her on the phone at her house, and this is before. Well, no, he does call her on the cell phone. That's right. Mm-hmm. But she's in the house, and uh, she's like, "You got a lot of nerve. I'm hanging up." He's like, "No, no, 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 no." You know, he's like, "If if we don't help, if you don't help me, the little girl's gonna die." Mm-hmm. So she's. It gets all serious. It goes from co- comedy to you know to being serious, and she's like, "Okay, I'll help you." And right before they hang up, he's like, "All right, all right. Just tell me one thing." What color panties you got? <laughs> yes, it's so funny. But the first, I think, I mean, come on now, we we can't skip, we cannot skip the part when they're staking out the Fu Chow restaurant. So I mean, that's when they find out that oh. that's where Jun Tao and saying they're all holed up, right? Right, right, right. And uh, so before then, they're they park outside the restaurant and they're watching, right? Mm-hmm. Well, then Jackie's like, well, let's get something to eat, but we won't go eat in the restaurant. Right. So they go to that little vendor. <laughs> and uh, so Jackie orders him food, and Chris, Jackie gets his and walks away, and Chris Tucker gets his, and he's like, damn, Chin, this is some greasy shit. <laughs> you, can't, you can't serve me a big box of grease. <laughs> and he's like, you got some chicken wings, some, what else is it? You got some uh, chicken wings, baby, uh, baby bag of ribs, french fries. Chinese food, no soul food. You know, I didn't say nothing about no soul food. I said better food. Better right? food. <laughs> or something like that, but yeah. <laughs> and so they start arguing. And he, all, all, the, uh, all the little vendor guy could tell him is, I'm no punk bitch. <laughs> I ain't no punk bitch neither. Is this where he's eating camel hump? Yeah, yeah. So he's okay. like, uh, what are you eating on, Lee? Ew. You know, what you got me eating? Camel's hump. Huh? <laughs> camel hump. Like... Could you imagine eating that? I don't think it's actual a hump of a camel. I think it's just the name of the dish. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. If anyone's had camel hump or, or eel, I would love to hear uh, any personal testimonies. Is it actual camel meat or is it something else? How do you... Oh my gosh. Okay. So then they go back to the car and they're... Uh, that's when they're doing the whole... Uh, when they get out of the car and Chris Tucker puts the music on and Jackie's all... Whoa. Who? Yeah. <laughs> what is the group? Oh, absolutely nothing. <laughs> you don't know nothing about no wall. Everybody knows wall. 
And then he keeps singing, and then he finishes it with the, you all. Good God. You all. <laughs> and he tries, to tell, he tries to teach him how to say y'all. 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 You sound like a kung fu movie. <laughs> say, it, say it with some soul. Y'all. Y'all. And then they get onto this whole thing of, like, he wants him to teach him how he took the gun from his hand. Oh, yeah. Or, like, how to disarm him, basically. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then they start talking about their dads. In making oh, a connection, basically. That's right. Yeah, that's where the bond kind of starts. Because yeah. this is a buddy cop movie, which is, uh, you know, two people who are forced to work together from two different backgrounds or two separate points of views. Well, now they're starting to come together and find a little mutual ground connection. Mm-hmm. That's right. So they, I think you can't skip the, when they're talking about their dads, that's right. right. And he's like, uh, they're, they're actually trying to one-up each other, right? And he's right. like, my daddy was a legend all over Hong Kong. He once, well, he once arrested 20 men in mm-hmm. one night. <laughs> they cut Carter's off. Uh, my daddy arrested 30 men. <laughs> and he's like, my daddy a legend all over America. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's what we get yeah, to. Yeah, that's right. Jackie Chan. My daddy once caught a bullet with his bare hand. <laughs> <laughs> but the once again, the blooper is the best part because he's all... In the blooper, he says, "My daddy wants to catch a bullet with his bare hand. No bullshit." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> what does he tell? What does Chris Tucker tells him? Uh, my daddy whoop your daddy's whoop your daddy's ass all the way back to China, Hong Kong. Where the hell are you from? <laughs> it's it's kind of a touching scene too, because both their dads are dead, right? Yeah, and they were both killed in the line of duty. As far as I know, Carter's dad was shot point blank at just a regular traffic stop. That's and right. And then Lee's dad was killed by his partner. What? Oh, Lee? Ricky Tan. That goes back to the second one. Yeah, so they all right. connect and they all have good plots and ways to make you laugh and feel. Yeah, hell yeah, Rick. Man, that whole the whole uh, the ending of the second one, the exchange between Ricky Tan, Carter, and and Lee when Ricky's talking about how weak his father is. So. Oh, hell no, Lee. He done gone too far. <laughs> Whoop, shoot his ass. <laughs> it's just me. Yes, you can, Lee. It's just me and you up here. Oh, my gosh. That Yeah, that's right before Old Girl comes in, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. man. I can't wait to get to that Ooh, part. We'll get that's to that um, <laughs> So they finally decide to go into the restaurant, right? Mm-hmm. And I think Carter goes in first and he sits down to order. What does he order? He's a... Uh, oh, he goes... She asked, the waitress asked him, what do you want? He goes, eel. And uh, how is your uh, camel hump? <laughs> I can literally just... Oh but he gives him... <laughs> he gives Lee his badge, right? Right. Hey, remember the picture of, of Carter? Yes. He's got a fro and a mustache. Uh, yes. <laughs> and oh he's my. like, this will never work. He doesn't mention the fact that he's Asian and Chris Tucker's black. Right. He's like, I'm not 6'1". <laughs> I love that. Oh, man. Oh. So, uh, I like at the ending of the first one, you know, that whole, that whole art exchange, right? That's what they're going to do. That whole art exhibit, that's where they're going to do the money drop and the exchange, the little girl for the money too. Uh And I think from what the movie talks about, that exchange was going to happen. They were going to pay him, which it went from 50 million to 75 million, remember? Because after they, they were supposed to make the 50 million drop when that building exploded, when the SWAT team went up there. But um, the FBI wasn't supposed to send those men up there. Right. And so, anyways, they were going to exchange that $75 million and they were going to give back the little girl. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't know if that really would have happened or not. But, so they were going to make that exchange during all that behind closed doors because it's a gala. All those rich people are there looking at all the uh, right. Chinese uh, artifacts. artifacts. 
And uh, so as far as the FBI is concerned, too, Carter and Lee are out of the picture. They're not They're not connected to this case. Right. They're done. They just want to make this exchange, get the girl back, and close the deal. Maybe try to arrest them. I don't really know. Yeah. Uh, but Carter and Lee show up, uh, unknown to the FBI. And uh, what does he do? What does Carter do? He's like, oh, we got to get these people out of here. So he creates... Uh, he gets up on stage and says, uh, there's a bomb in here. Or what does he say? Um, God. Anyways, he causes a disturbance and he goes, so he finishes and no one moves. He's like, did y'all hear me? You gotta get the hell out of here. Y'all gonna die. So everyone's <laughs> skir- skirmishing. Flee. Yeah, everyone's fleeing. And he's still up top and he's all, yeah, titty, 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 get them titties out of here. <laughs> oh my God, how can I forget about that? <laughs> Because that lady, I guess one of the ladies is running around with her dress and her big boobs are all out. He's like, titty, 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 get them titties out of here. It's my favorite. What is it with Chris Tuck and titties in this movie, too? Because remember the second one, he's all, when uh, the Secret Service ladies all showing off her lingerie. Oh, and he, yeah. she's all, and see, Carter, this is your city, huh? Yeah, yeah, this, this is, is my, my titty. titty. <laughs> I know my city. Oh, oh that's a classic line. But they ended up saving the girl, right? Yeah. They, no, no, no. She blew up with everybody. Shut up, babe. They save the little girl, and then Lee's on his way back to China, right? Yeah. But, so, uh, remember, so Chris Tucker, you know, Carter gets into this final showdown, basically like a draw with, uh, with Sang, who already whooped his ass earlier in the movie. That's right. And he's like... Uh, and he tells Sang early in the movie, you know, put your gun down, fight me like a man. Mm-hmm. So Sang tells him the same thing in this part. And he's all, put your gun down, fight like a man. Mm-hmm. And so they drop their guns. And I guess Sang has another one and he's about to shoot him. Uh-huh. But then Carter drops to his, his butt and pulls out his piece out of his out of his uh, angle holster and uh-huh. shoots him. And that's when he delivers a... So as Sang delivered Carter his own line, Carter does it to him. Because earlier in the movie, when Sang whooped his ass and he says, you're bleeding, uh, Carter tells him after he shoots and kills him, he says, wipe yourself off, man. You dead. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's when he kicked his ass in the Chinese restaurant. That's when he Sang tells Oh, yeah, that, right? that's right, that's right. Yeah, because he busts up in there and all the, all, the, all the triads are up there. They're triads, right? I want to say. I don't know. Maybe they are. I don't know. Huh. All the all the Juntao's men. All of Juntao's men are up mm-hmm. there, and they're all there's two guys on both sides of him, and one of them kicks him, kicks Carter in the face, and he's like, "Which one of you just kicked me?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! But the first one, as as good as the first one is, the second one I think is even better, and it's mm-hmm. one of those that's one of those rare cases where the second movie is is. Just as good or better than the first mm-hmm. one. You don't find that a lot. No. The only lot. other... Let's see. What's what's one that I can think of mm-hmm. that the second one's better? Shrek? Uh, yeah. Shrek 2, is, is be- to me, is better than uh, the, the first, first one. one. I also like uh, Toy Story 2 is pretty good. Toy Story 2. They didn't fall flat. Yeah. So. Uh, to- see, Toy Story 3 kind of falls flat. Oh, yeah. Know? That one doesn't exist. Freely only knows about Toy Story and Toy Story 2. <clears throat> Are we ever going to show you 4? We haven't even seen 4. I've never seen 4. I don't so. give a shit about Forky. You know what? Me I want to say, I still do have it in my pocket. Yes, I do. What is it? So the cork from Ham. Oh, you found it? Yeah, it was in the couch, actually. I thought I still had it in my pocket. 
It's somewhere. He probably swallowed it. It's fine. Probably still finding a daycare today. <laughs> it's poop. Oh uh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, so, but the second one. So the second one takes place in Hong Kong, right? Yes, in the beginning, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And we follow. What's the plot behind? But well, okay. One? So at the end, let's not forget our very favorite scene that we related to our life. Um, at the end, when they save the little girl, they found out. They find out Jun Tao is Consul Han's. Oh, best quote unquote like, best, best friend. friend. You know. Um, trying to steal money from him, and then everything goes back to normal. Lee's going to China, and then um, James is like, "I need a vacation," so they're at the airport, and um, oh, that's right, he's gonna go to Hong Kong with Lee, right? Right. That's right. And um, the two FBI agents, you know, the G fourteen classified guy, Russ, and the <laughs> other one. Yeah. They're um, like, you know, they were like, "Hey, you know, we want to offer you a position." Um, oh, that's right. They're like, to, when you come back, there'll be an FBI badge waiting for you. Right, right, right. And uh, and he's like, you know what? How about this? You do it better than I do. But. Oh, and he's like, it's, they're like, what do you say, Carter? And he's like, uh, I don't know what to say, man. It's like a dream come true. But I got an idea. I got an idea. <laughs> Why don't y'all take that bag and shove it up your ass? <laughs> All, <laughs> All up in your ass. And that, we so, made a post, was it one or two years ago? No, so it was... I can tell you exactly. It was, remember July of 21? So, Philly was, what, six months old, right? Mm-hmm. And he was, what, sick that entire fucking month? Yes. It was, remember how much he threw up? Yep. He was throwing up. He had fever. It was miserable. He wouldn't eat. Yes. Oh, gosh. That was scary. Yeah. So, so remember we were said. trying to force the, the bottle. So, we always call the bottle, you know, Baba. Mm-hmm. So, we we're trying to get him to drink so that he would stay hydrated and food, and have, you know, nutrients. And so he wouldn't take it. So that's how we, that's how I compared it to Philly would be like, why don't y'all take that baba and shove it up your ass. Yeah, all up in your ass. All up in your ass. Oh gosh. Again, related to our daily yeah, life. There you go. Gosh, you remember, what was it? You had him on the couch over your knee and he was just, uh-huh. and all the, just, I was like, where are you keeping all of that? Yes. Was that uh, when he was dressed like the hamburger? That's right. <laughs> yeah. You had him in that little sleep sack that had the white and black stripes with the hamburger. That's oh, right. That's right. I forgot about that. Silly people. Goodness. So the second one, they're in Hong Kong, right? Mm-hmm. And they're supposed to be there just on vacation, but Lee keeps taking cases, right? right. And what ultimately starts happening is how the triads are in a second one. The triads right. end up bombing the U.S. embassy, right? Right. Because they're, the triads are basically in cahoots with some guy named, I almost called him Roman Reigns. Oh. Steve Reigns, uh, a, a hotel oh, guy yeah, from, yeah, from yeah. L.A., a rich white guy. And uh, they're trying, they steal these plates, like the treasury plates. Right. To, and they're basically just going to print money, right? right? Okay. Fake money, basically, is what they're doing. Um, but they're led by Ricky Tan, who... Lee has been after for years because that was his dad's that's old partner. partner. Right. And so um, they're in Hong Kong, and that's the only reason Lee took the case because Lee's captain, chief, however you want to say it. Chief says, Inspector Lee. Yes. He says, <clears throat> we're looking for Ricky Tan, and he's like, I understand if you don't want to take the case. And Lee's like, no, I got to because he was my dad's partner. Yeah. And so he takes the case, but I mean. But all Chris Tucker wanted was some wushu. Yeah, exactly. And then it was like when they're driving, they're about to go. Lee, Lee told uh, James that they're going to go to a party. Oh, and yeah. so they're driving there and they see these two beautiful girls um, at the red light. 
And so... Is this when he pulls out his little Chinese his little, book? Yeah, and he's, he's talking, and he's trying to tell him, let me take you on a... He's, he's trying to just, you know... Holler at him. Let's yeah. go with that. And so he says something in, in Chinese, and um, <laughs> and Lee's like... And they speed off, because they're like, what the they hell? They laugh at it, right? And yes, they and they take off, and Lee's like, you just told them that you want to... Is it like get naked and sacrifice a goat or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Our favorite. Which word was goat? Which word was goat? (laughs) That's what he was worried about. Uh, So So he did be tell him to get naked. (laughs) He's like, you just told him that you wanted to get them naked and sacrifice a goat. (laughs) Which word was goat? (laughs) Yes. So they get to the party, right? And they find Chris Tucker... uh, finds out that it's another damn lead it's another case that he took on on his vacation but so he's tired of playing around he's trying to take over the case and get it over with as soon as possible so he gets up on stage and he tries to tell all tries to tell uh, the crowd are all you ugly triads on this side and all the fine women on this side Uh and what he tells he's like right now no one's moving so he goes over to lee's like lee what i just tell these people what what does he say he says, you told them to pull their pants down and shave your butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with a samurai sword. Yeah, That's with right. a samurai sword. <laughs> yeah, because he, he found out it was a gangster bar. That's, That's right. the triads hung, That's right. basically. So that starts off that. That starts off a huge fight, right? And they start, they start fighting. And it takes off outside. That's where Lee... Starts climbing that. So they're outside of like this big, tall apartment building, right? Uh-huh. It's like probably six or seven stories. And you know how you have scaffold If you're working on a building, you have scaffolding right. around it. Well, they have like a bamboo scaffolding, right. right? So Lee is climbing that to get to the top. And all these uh, triads are following him. And Carter's trying to, he's like, all right, I'm going to follow Lee too. Well, he gets about a quarter of the way up. And Lee threw one of the guys off. Uh-huh. And he sees him, and he goes, oh, hell no. <laughs> He climbs back down and uses the stairs. Uses the stairs. So he's running into like residents of the apartment. <laughs> what is one of them? One of them are eating dinner, right? Yeah. It's a husband and a wife, we assume, and they're eating dinner. And they're shocked because this black man's just like in their home while they're eating. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And they they call him Kobe, don't they? Yeah, it's like Kobe Bryant or something. <laughs> something like that. R.I.P. R.I.P. Get out of my head. Mamba. Don't forget, though, the favorite... Our favorite part where the Chinese man is singing at the gangster bar and he's like, those that, those that oh, you yeah. get enough, <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> man, you, the man is ruining a classic. <laughs> yeah. Boo. And then get Carter gets up there, yeah, mm-hmm. and starts dancing. And then, of course, then we get to the bamboo scaffold thing. And so. That's right. That's when we find the, what is it, Ricky Tan second in command. It's that little, that little, uh. That little Chinese girl, that little, little Chinese woman. Girl, yeah. What is her name? I cannot remember. I can't remember her name, but she whoops their ass. Oh yeah, with the bamboo. I'm yeah, pretty sure, and then yeah. she, and then she lets them dangle over the side uh-huh. of the building, right? And they eventually do fall, don't they? Yes, but they fall into like, um, because there's a, it's oh, like that, a market down there. That's right. They fall in like a tent, and then uh-huh. like, they are all these fruit stands. Yeah, or right, right, like right, that. right. Yeah. That's what it tells them. Lee, I got someone's old chopstick shove up my ass last <laughs> night. That's right. And so, obviously, they don't catch them. They get away. Yeah. And um, uh, I like when they go to the massage parlor the next day. Yes. And that's, how deceptive is it of Jackie Chan? Make him think, you know what? You're right. Well, let's just go. 
let's just go get a massage. You will feel better, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But all the while, he knows that Ricky Tan goes there. Right. He's trying to find the lead. But then they get to pick women. Yeah, that's right. And so... And he's like, oh, my God, Lee. <laughs> so he's like, I want that one. He's like, ooh, well, let need, me go ahead and get that one. I'm like, going to need her, too. Yeah. As if they're, like, meat, I guess, or you could say. <laughs> yeah. And he's so. like, uh, well, hurry up. And the lady's like, your friend got big appetite. <laughs> yeah. Because then she, didn't they ask if she took MasterCard or Visa or something yeah, like that? Yeah, that's right. Because he was right. going to spend money there. And then they get their massage. They find Ricky Tan. And Carter doesn't realize how big or how dangerous Ricky Tan is. So he gets his computer, throws it on the ground. And start and, like, smashing start it. smashing it. Oh, and that's right. Because they're sitting there. They're sitting there getting massages. And... Uh, Lee tells him, look, that's Ricky Tan. He, man, the man is five foot four. Let's go bust him right now. Yeah. And he doesn't know that all his henchmen are around. Right. And he goes up to him. He's like, no, no, Lee, I got this. I got this. Ricky, Ricky Tan, come on. I've been looking for you all over. Let's go. And then uh, that's what he takes it. He smashes it. And while he's smashing it, all the henchmen stand up. But he's still not looking. And then Ricky orders him to sit down. And he's, uh, and that's when he finally realizes that all those guys are surrounding them. And he's like, hey, man, I, 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 I would like to replace that. I'd get you one with a, with a DVD playing and everything. <laughs> and it does start a whole A, a whole, whole other fight. fight. And they're all fighting in their towels. Yeah, because yeah, they're all... In robes. Yeah. And so, and that's that part where Jackie and Chris Tucker, I guess, or Lee and Carter, where he's like, um, I go this way, you go that way. You and, go this way, I go that way. Oh. Oh. And they, some... Yeah. I like when they, <laughs> I like when they're fighting and he runs into Jack and he punches him in the nose. Oh and he's yeah, like, got her. And he goes, "I'm sorry, Jackie. All y'all look alike. Or, I'm sorry, <laughs> all y'all look alike. All y'all look alike." And um. then, uh, all or <laughs> so, Lee or Carter's fighting and he pulls that one guy's towel off and it show, he exposes himself and he's like, "Damn, no wonder you mad." <laughs> and then pops him with it. He right? pops him with it. Oh, man. It's like you Classic. popped everyone's ears right there. I know. I'm sorry, guys. It <laughs> really is fun. But no it, wonder you mad. <laughs> and then after the fight, they take them, take their their towels off and leave them in the middle of the highway That's in right. Hong Kong. And so, But they whoop the first group of, like, all the people that were in that massage room. Uh-huh. They whoop all their asses, and then they're like, they're all excited, and they're ready for the next, and it's this other wave of triads like with guns. Men, yeah. And, so and like, what's her name? The, the the lady that whooped their ass the night before. Yes. Uh, and then they drive them on the highway and yeah, at least and they have to run butt naked through Hong Kong back right. to the precinct. Back to, right. And so then we get into. Oh yeah. So uh, one of the tre- uh, uh, secret service, uh, like I don't want to say supervisors, but like one of the big guys in the secret service is there because they're trying to uh, solve the. The money laundering or the money printing case, right? Uh-huh. And he's like, "Who they? Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker run through the department naked." And he's like, "Who the hell is that?" And he's like, "That's uh, Chief Inspector Lee, <laughs> who's going to be helping you." Uh-huh. And once again, Jackie Chan, now on his home turf, gets told, "Stay the hell out of the way. The U.S. government does not need your help." Again. Again, but this time on his own turf. Yeah. And then I can't remember where they get separated. So it, Lee gets Lee has to go talk to his captain or something, and then that's when Carter's mad that he was taken to the massage parlor and there was a big fight and that he's not doing stuff he wants to do on vacation, so he leaves. 
Yeah. Well, then a package was delivered and a bomb goes off. In but it's delivered by what's her name that whooped her ass Correct. two days in a row. Yeah. But she's wearing a wig and in disguise. Uh huh. And he, uh, what does he, he see? Her? Hide her. He winks at her. And yeah. It, it blows the gaze and she ignores him. So now, if the package is delivered into a central location in the building, Lee's on one side of the building, Carter's on the other side, and then the bomb explodes. Right. Wait, no, no, no. Uh, Carter's already... He already he leaves the building. He's gone, yeah. He's completely... So he doesn't know that the bomb explodes. Right. That's right. And, but Jackie, he gets hit by the explosion, but he doesn't die. But he thinks Carter's dead because he still thinks he's in that Yeah, he's room. in the room getting dressed. And then that's when Carter is in, I guess, what they would call like a market in Hong Kong. And he's... he's so it's like the equivalent to Chinatown. Yeah. In like LA or New York, right? Uh-huh. And so he's where he's going down. He's shopping, and he's like, "Oh, I gotta go back to the massage parlor, Heaven on Earth Massage Parlor, because they have my uh, credit card." That's right. And so, but he walks by a lady making chicken. That's right. And, yeah, <laughs> so she's slaughtering chickens, right? Yes. And she's cutting them up, and he asks, he's trying to ask her, "Do you know where Heaven and Heaven on Earth Massage Parlor is?" And she's speaking. She doesn't speak English. She just she speaks Chinese to him, and then she picks up a chicken. And he goes. No, 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 I don't want no chicken. I don't want no chicken. And she's like, oh, oh. <laughs> she, she's about to slob the, cut the head off. He's like, no, 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 no. Uh-huh. And then he's like, I like my chicken. I, I like my chicken. Deep, deep fried. fried. You ever yeah. heard of Popeye's? Yes. And so then you see him in, like, the next scene, and he has a chicken in a cage. <laughs> he's got the chicken in the, ca- in the cage. That's right. And uh, so <laughs> he's continuing to try to ask for help, right? Well, that a little guy who owns a suit shop is uh-huh. just like, cheap suits. Cheap suits. How cheap? Cheap suits. Cheap as hell. <laughs> but he leaves with one. But he buys one. Yeah, yeah. he buys one. And uh, so he, he gets out of there and he sees... Oh, he sees Ricky Tan, right? He's getting into a limo. Yes. With his henchmen drive off. So he gets into a cab. Uh-huh. And here's another one that we that uh-huh. we sell all the time, too. So he gets into the cab and he's like, hey, follow that limo. And he's like... So the cab driver speaking Chinese to him. He goes, oh, my gosh. And he's like, follow the limo. And he's, what is he? I can't even, can't like, even imitate him. I can't even. It's like, it's what? It's what? Yeah. <laughs> and he's, and he's like, like, I'm going to slap you. <laughs> That's right. Follow him. It's what? Go. It's what? I'm going to slap you. <laughs> and then he's like, shows him money. And he's like, now that's what I'm talking now about. Now you speak in my language. Oh, yeah. In, in English. And then they follow him. And then he leaves his chicken in there. <laughs> so, yeah. he gets. So, they drop Ricky Tan off on that yacht or that boat, right, uh-huh. for that party. And uh, so, he... Chris Tucker gets out and he's like, "All right, uh, don't leave. I'll be right back. Do you understand?" And he's like, "Yes, understand." He goes, "And don't eat my chicken." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And as soon as they close the door, the guy drives up. Just speeds off. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Man," and then he gets onto the yacht, and then that's when he meets, unknowingly, the Secret Service agent. Um, oh, but she's not. But he doesn't know she's in the Secret Service right. yet, right? Uh, what is her name in the movie? I don't even know why I can't think of anybody's I'm name I'm trying to right think now. of how they talk about her in the third one because, you know, he goes, you shot my girlfriend in the neck. Oh, is so it? So what if she got lazy eye and what kind of pollo loco? <laughs> uh, Gabby? Gabrielle? No. Got, no. It's like Ro- no, I think her name is Rosalina in real life. Yeah. Uh, what's why, her name? Why am I drawing a blank here? What is her name? I, why do I want to say it's something like that? Um, no, no. I want to say it's Isabella. Isabella, that's right. Oh my God! The, the last time that you messed with Isabella, we woke up in the back of a truck. 
That's right. That's right. That's right. So he meets her and he's trying to talk to her, but she's there with Stephen Rains. Whose yacht it is. That's right. But Carter says it's his yacht. Oh, yeah. He's like, anything anything you want, you know, let me know. This is my boat. And she's like, oh, this is your boat? What's the name of it? What does he say? The SS Mino Johnson. (laughs) Yes, the SS Mino Johnson. And she's like, huh. Because on the side of the boat, it says the Red Dragon, the way she says it in her... I got on the wrong boat again. All these boats look alike. <laughs> so. And then that's when we we get to the part where Lee's there. He's distraught and sad because he thinks Carter is dead, and that's how we open the pod today. When, that's right. That's right. So he thinks that. So he gets when. That's right. He gets when that Ricky Tan's gonna have this big, this big part in his boat. So he goes there and he finds one of the henchmen and he, like strangle almost strangles him with a little like a. A little buoy thing or a yeah. little whatever the raft the raft the whatever Something. the hell they use uh in the water and he's like uh yeah you blew up the usnbc today killing uh killing a, a detective today and that's when carter comes down he sees him he's like hey, who died lee yeah carter you detective you not you you right like, you understand the words coming in my mouth you don't understand the words coming in your mouth and uh so, and then they have this big, that's right, one of the henchmen comes down and is like, Ricky Tan's waiting for both of you. Right. And they have, they have that little meeting, and Ricky's trying to tell him, you know, it wasn't me, my people are turning against me, blah, 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 I need your help. Right. Basically, trying to... Set him up. Yeah, like he did his dad. Right. But, Ricky Tan ends up getting shot on the boat, right? Yes, by, what's her name? Or what's her name? Huli. Huli. I don't know name? if I, yeah. I don't know if, who I think it's. Which is his to... second in command, right? Right. But that's so, I remember watching that for the first time. He gets shot, and then he, they're in the middle of, like, the, of the sea. Right. And he, he falls, falls up, he falls in there. And I mean, wouldn't you think propellers would be down there, too? Like, the Titanic? Possibly. But, you know. But anyway, but yeah, so she shoots him, and he falls into the water, and they're like, okay, Ricky Tan's dead, but it was a setup because he wasn't dead. We find out at the end of the movie he's not, or towards the end of the movie that he's not yeah, dead. I guess they shot him in the plates. Yes, or something like that. Um, but anyway, I'm trying to think of where it goes um, from there because they leave Hong Kong. Oh, yeah, because remember the Secret Service gets mad at them. The the Secret Service says our cover's blowing the cases. You've ruined the case, you know. Mm-hmm. And he tries to tell them that you're lucky I don't arrest you two for obstruction of justice or something like that. Right. So he tells, I'm going to put Carter back on a plane to L.A. Okay. And Lee, you know, he's not fired. He's like, he just can't work on this case right. anymore. And that's when, uh, when they're pretty much supposed to split up. But they, uh, what is it? Isn't it New York that they get they go to? Yeah, but they that's right. Know, wait, Carter tells him he gets on he tells him to get on the plane with him and let's but let's go to New York and not LA. Mm-hmm. And um And then that's No, like, they don't no, go to, no, they don't go, New York. No, they go to LA. That's right. They go to, back to LA. But then they see the same secret service agent with Stephen Ray. Yeah. In the hotel room. Yeah, and they're stalking her up cuz that's what he's te- that he's trying to tell him Lee, welcome to Carter's uh uh blueprint of criminal investigation or whatever he goes follow the rich white man yeah and he goes in this case we know who our rich white man is Stephen Rains right and he goes because all that you, you you saw on the boat all that shooting went down Stephen Rains he was he was way too calm you mm-hmm. know once the shooting starts white people be like ah! <laughs> <laughs> that's right 
He talks about that. That's what Lee tells him. Lee tells him, you sound like that all the time. Don't be giving me that, Lee. I know how you Chinese people be when when Godzilla come out. I've seen the movie. Oh, Godzilla. (laughs) I don't know. How are they going to bring Godzilla into this? I know. Godzilla was in Japan. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's a good point. That's a good point, babe. So... They, I, that's that's right. That's how they. This was kind of a plot hole to me. Like, how did they know who to where to stake out? Well, they just staked out uh, Reigns's uh, penthouse, right? Uh huh. And that's when they find that Isabella's in their room, right? So they're watching her through the uh, through the little telescope, and she's uh. Well, they're she, tired. They're tired, right? So Carter's like, "I'm gonna go lay down. You just keep eyes on her. Tell me what she's doing." Mm-hmm. So she's in like a robe, right? Or she, yeah, or she starts to undress. Yeah, that's what Lee's like. Oh. <laughs> and he's like, what's she doing? No, not doing much, just sitting around. <laughs> and he's watching her undress, and then she has a Snoopy tattoo. That's right. Oh, no, but first he goes, she's getting undressed, and he's like, oh, slow down, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and Lee's all, the car's like, Lee, what's going on? Lee, what's going on? She's getting undressed. She's getting undressed. Give me. Give me that. He goes, no, it's my turn. <laughs> so at least Carter looks and he's like, oh, she got a little tattoo. Mm, Snoopy. <laughs> and then Jackie's like, I love Snoopy. I love Snoopy. I love Snoopy too, Lee. <laughs> and then, oh, that's right. He's all, damn, she wearing spring catalog, Victoria's Secret, spring catalog, page 72. Girl got class. And then she, they watch her go open the door, and she gets a package delivered by Huli, the same girl that's been delivering all these Who, bombs. Right. And so they're like, oh my god, there's a bomb been delivered. So they run across the street, they run to her hotel, and they get the, the package, and they're like carrying it, and they're trying to figure it out, and they go on the roof, and they're like, it's a bomb, it's a bomb. And he's like, what do I do, what do I do, what do I throw oh, it over? Lee's got it in his head, right? Yeah, he's yeah. just like walking around with <laughs> they're it. They're on the roof, and he's like, throw it, Lee, throw it on the ass. And he's like, <laughs> it's the people down there, like, what are we going to do? And and then finally she comes up there, or they just throw it, and they go and duck and cover. And then she's up there in her heels, and she's like, that's enough. Yeah, that's right. That's and right. then she finally realized, tells them that, you know, she's in the, she's secret, in the service. secret service, and they're blowing her cover and all that business. But That's right. That's right. Because uh, she comes up, there's like, man, that's a bomb. And that's when she... She's got her badge on top of her bra, right? Yeah, it's like it's like tiny. I know. Like the size of a nickel. <laughs> Back to Snoopy, though. So he's like, uh, Lee's all, uh, I love Snoopy. And Carter's like, Lee, Snoopy is three feet taller than you. <laughs> poor, poor Lee. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's after. It's after they leave uh, Isabella's ha- Isabella's room. When, uh, when they're walking to the car and uh, Carter's all... Uh, See, she, see the way she was looking at me, Lee? She thought I was cute. And he goes, women think I'm cute. Like, I'm like Snoopy. And Lee, Snoopy is three feet taller than me. <laughs> That's right. So, Isabella takes him down to the room, and she explains to them about how she is trying to infiltrate this whole money printing ring with the triads, right? Right. So, she tells them, she opens the package and how it's full of fake $100 bills. Right. And so, she shows them how to determine... If they're fake or not, they burn a certain color. She lights on a right. fire, and so she tells she tells them, "This is what you can do to help me with this case." Blah blah blah. So she leads them on, and they leave. 
And they think they're all with the Secret Service, but she's like, okay, I've officially got them out of our way now. Mm-hmm. And so Carter's all, Secret Service agent James Carter. Sounds good, doesn't it, Lee? Give me six months. I'll be protecting the president. <laughs> Lee's all, you will never take a bullet for nobody. Yeah, uh, and you know that. Yeah, but they don't. <laughs> Ew, oh, my God. He's so quick with it. Quick and witty. And they get caught up somehow. At Reigns Tower, they go to they go to Roman Reigns' tower. Oh no no. Roman Reigns again. Rome, with the did Roman. I say Roman? <laughs> you sure did. Okay, wrestling. Stephen Reigns. Stephen Reigns. Though before they go there, they take that hundred dollar bill. They take it to Kenny, and on Crenshaw. Oh yeah yeah That's yeah. That's right. He goes because Kenny also is hosting is hosting uh, a damn. Un- uh, illegal gambling in right. the back of his Chinese restaurant on Crenshaw. Yes. And uh, he's out, he tells him, I'm a, I should bust all y'all right now. I should bust. And then so he talks to Kenny. He goes, James, you come over here embarrassing me in front of my family? You didn't even, you didn't even flash a badge. Not even once. Kenny, you a black man with a Chinese restaurant on Crenshaw. You embarrassing yourself. <laughs> but then he goes back to Kenny's pissed because he had a poker game What's this Asian man that works for Stephen Reigns in the tower, and he realizes all that money that was in the poker game was fake money. Was the money that exactly that was being burning red? That's and right. And so then that's how they get to the Trump Tower. Not Trump. Oh my God. Trump and Roman Reigns. Here we WrestleMania go. WrestleMania forty. At us. There you go. <laughs> uh, the Reigns Tower. Roman and... Reigns will be dismantled. And they see Sleepy him. Sleepy Joe cannot help you, Roman. Babe. They, um, the Asian man, like, immediately spots them. And he starts taking off, running to the back. So they're chasing him. And they run straight into Huli, the same girl. And they have guns pulled out on Hell them. Hell, yeah. Oh, and that's they, that's right. So, and then, uh, and Isabella's, Isabella's with him there, there, too. Yeah, because she's still. So Isabella knocks Lee out. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Huli, yeah, and Huli comes up and kicks, <laughs> kicks, uh, Carter right in the face. Uh-huh. He goes, oh, girl, now you done knocked out my feeling. <laughs> that one's going to cost you. <laughs> and then, so she's all, she tells him in Chinese to, like, put him in the back of the truck. And he's all, oh, yeah, dancha, dancha. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> And then they hang them. No, so right before they get in the back of the truck, Carter walks right by her. He goes, you better watch your back. And she pistol whips him. He's like, ah, and knocks him out. <laughs> so when they come to, they're tied up in the back of the truck. Yes. And, and Carter's all yelling, help, help me, please. And Lee's all, Lee comes to, he's like, oh, where are we? And they like, tell him that, he tells him, you know, Is, it's your girl, Isabella. She set us up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> They're 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 they start they're tied up but they're starting to try to argue and fight with each other right yeah so they knock over like they're None in the between statues. all these like statues that mm-hmm. are gonna be inside of that Red Dragon Casino mm-hmm. but it's they're full of money mm-hmm. and uh, so he's like untie me Lee so Lee does his little acrobatic where he climbs up and he's uh, untying his straps with uh, with his teeth and that's kind of bite it bite it like a little uh, spider monkey you know? yeah. And then he ends up getting out, and then when they, when the statue crashes, they see all the money, and that's real money, right? Yeah. And, Lee, and Carter puts one in his pocket, and he takes, and he's like, he takes several, and he's like, what are you doing? I'm taking this for evidence. <laughs> and then they go buy suits when they get to Vegas. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So they they end up, when the truck stops, they're hiding, and the people come back there, and they're like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, that's when they beat them up, right? Mm-hmm. Or they run through the sewer. And how many times do I say this, you know... When they're in the sewer, 
And uh, Lee's running. He's like, come on, what are you doing? He goes, man, I ain't going in that water. There's rats in there. <laughs> There's no rats. <laughs> Look at that rat. <laughs> Look at that rat. Because <laughs> <laughs> yes. they run through the sewer. Then they finally got to a sewer. What do they call that? A sewer? They're like, like the Ninja Turtles. They come out through the little cap. The yeah, little, yeah, yeah. Little, uh, metal... Whatever. Uh, cap, whatever. Hole, whatever it's called. Manhole, maybe? Manhole? Is that not a thing? Oh, my God. A manhole, that... baby? Yes, babe. I ain't never had Jackie and Chris Turner come out of my manhole, but I don't babe, know. Babe, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to Google it. Anyway, so they where they end up coming up at is in the middle of the Las Vegas Strip, right? Is it really called manhole? I was right. Um... <laughs> Be careful on what Wi-Fi or what internet network you search that on. Babe, you put a space between man and hole, okay? <laughs> oh, man. So they're, they're in Vegas, right? And So that's that's right. And then they're like, okay, we got to go to the... They see the Red Dragon Casino. And they're like, hey, we got to go in there. And Chris is like... Chris Duggar's like, man, we can't go up. And they're like, this, let's, we got to go get some new clothes. So that's what they go shopping. I think they go shopping in... Uh, Caesar's Palace, that little, yes. uh, that little mall. What is it called? I don't know what it's um, called. But I recognize it from a little Right. Is it Caesar's or is it the Venetian? Either way, it's one of the fancy places. Yeah, and that's where they meet uh, that uh, that salesman who's got that uh, he's got that real feminine voice. You know, he he comes in. He's all, "Can I help you, gentlemen?" <laughs> And they're, like, covered in sewer. Yeah, they got their like, suits on. They're all dirty. They, they probably smell like shit, too. Probably not rat. Like and what is... <laughs> <laughs> and I really shouldn't know this scene as well as I do. But, but it's so funny. Chris Tucker's all, I'm going to need a suit in 42 long, and nothing touches his body but pure silk. <laughs> and then he says something about Lee getting something from oh, the toddler section. That's, that's right. And then he tells, and then the the feminine guys like, uh, okay, does your partner want to be wrapped in silk as well? Because I think it's I think it's awesome when couples match. <laughs> yes. He's like, no, 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 no. We we're policemen. And we're there. Yes, there are a lot of men chasing us. As well, there should be. <laughs> he's witty. That's right. And so he's telling. He's like, he's trying to. He's talking with uh, Carter, and he's like, okay, what are we gonna do with you? He goes, okay. So, uh, you got the mochaccino skin, you got the big broad shoulders. Let's put a dead animal on you. And I'm thinking, buttercream, 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 what size is the waist? Let's go in. And then he <laughs> tries to touch him and he's like, hey, man. Sweetness? Yeah. <laughs> go get the clothes. I'll, be, I'll go pull some items. And he gets it, finally gets him like an alligator, right? Croc skin. Or oh, that's right. Buttercream, buttercream, croc skin, buttercream, what size is the waist? Let's go in. That's right. Lil' Kim, I'll be back. <laughs> Yeah, that's what Lee's all. I think he likes you. Yeah. I need shopping with you no more. Then they finally get to the casino. Yeah, and they're they're actually pretty decked out. Yeah, like, they look really nice. Yeah. And uh, so they get there, and Isabella's there. She's still undercover, right? Mm-hmm. She finds them, right? Yeah. And uh, so Lee starts dancing with her, and Connor's all, Lee. I'm over here working my, putting my life on the line. You dancing with some bimbo? She got a friend. <laughs> and he's like, that's no bimbo. It's Isabella. And that's what Carter's like. I know you didn't just say Isabella. Mm-hmm. And then. Because he tells um, the plates are in the back. And we got to right. find a way to get it right. Right, right, right. And he want, Lee's like, hey, I need you to create create a. A distraction. A distraction. A diversion. A diver- I knew you were going <laughs> to say that. I was looking at you in the what eye. What does he say? Oh, I see. Uh, she's uh She's coated covered a, a, covered covered a, a, a barnacle in 
bioluminescent algae as a division. Yes, that's a Moana. Uh, and we watched a lot of Moana over the past month or so with our kid. Yeah, he's asked for it by name. But anyway, um, so he asked Carter to do a distraction for him. And so um, he does, which he's really good at. And so he starts playing a game. He's, he's like, tries playing craps, and then he's he's winning. And then all of a sudden, someone touches his ass. <laughs> and he's like, who they say, who touched my butt? Do it again. <laughs> but I like when he first walks up to the table, and he's all, uh, sir, you're under your aware there's a $50,000 $50, buy-in. In that case, give me $100,000 chips, and he throws $100,000 down, and mm-hmm. a plate of hot wings. <laughs> And they bring him the hot wings too. They do they? Don't, that's right. You can see him. And so they take his money. And they give him. Uh, they give him. What is it? Five hundred dollar chips, right? Uh-huh. And he gets immediately. He that's when he starts his distraction. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What is this? It's uh, hundred thousand dollars of chips, sir. And then it's when he goes on. You a racist? No, I am not, sir. Well, how come everyone here got thousand uh, dollar chips and the black man only get a nickel? <laughs> did uh, uh, what did he say? Man, did Mandela? Serve all that time in prison for this? And then they, um, he's like, okay, okay, okay. And then they just start the game. In the, in the nature of whatever, in the nature of brotherhood, let's just play craft. Yeah. That's right. So he goes on a roll, right? And, and he, he just, attracts like a crowd and everything. Because all his antics and he's winning and, uh, Big Tex is one of the guys that's at the table before him. He's got his hat on. So he ends up putting Big Tex's hat on, right? Mm-hmm. And he's, uh, this seven I'm about to roll is for all them years that Mandela spent in that prison. And so he's like, this one is for Mandela. And he throws it, and yeah. He rolls the seven and everyone, you know, loses their and shit. And he's pumped, yeah. And uh, he, he gets on the table. What does he win? He wins like, does he win 500000 250 quite a bit of money. And he gets on the table and he's excited. And then the guards are like, hey, and we need you to get down, like. Cash me out. Yeah. Please don't cash me out. He's like, you need to walk with me because I don't want nobody to. Oh, yeah. Oh, and so he gets all his chips, right? So he's like, these men will escort you to the counter and make sure you get paid. Good. Because I don't want to get jumped by any, any of these rich white folks. <laughs> exactly. But in the meantime, Lee is trying to go get the plates. And he's in the back. And he's trying to find where the plates are held. Well, then all of a sudden he looks to the side and he's realizing he is being recorded already that's right there's and then, like live feed of him in the room <laughs> and he backs up and he he ducks down behind one of the guys uh-huh. that's working and uh so that kind of goes back this scene right here goes back to what we were talking at the beginning about how uh how he did his own stunts right and because remember he uh he fought all these people and then remember when he jumps so you know how you have those like that can bang old school banks and then especially in vegas mm-hmm. you have those these desks that have these bars and they have that little opening where you can right. exchange stuff. Right. He fits. He jumps and fits his whole body through there. Yes. That's. It's, and he really did that. Because yeah. remember in the bloopers, it shows him do it, but he gets for the first time he misses and falls back, and they're all, "Jackie, you okay?" And he gets up. Jackie, always okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then the second time he does it, but he gets stuck. He, he gets stuck. So it's like, gosh, I could imagine that space is super small. Yeah. No, you couldn't get my fast. No, in there. hell no, not mine. Mm-hmm. You still be getting my nugget eyes out of there. Yeah, shut up. So he gets caught, right? Because he gets through, but then once in Huli, right? Yeah. She gets... That's right. She gets someone to strangle him, and she shoves that little bomb in his mouth. The and bomb. Then, and mm. then tapes... The, mm. Yeah. She tapes, it, she tapes his mouth shut, and then she tapes his, his hands feet. together, right? So they take him upstairs, and who ups, who's up there? Ricky Tan and uh, uh, Isabella. Mm-hmm. 
um, pardon our sniffles and voice today. We're a little bit under the weather. Someone decided to get us all sick and pink eyes this today. Um, anyways, so they get into this big fight, right? And then they start shooting. And that's when Carter hears the shooting. But this is when Carter is walking with his chips with those security guards. Right. And he sees the shooting. He's like, oh, shit. And he he knocks the fuck out of them with those chips. Yep. And so... Everybody's fleeing. Everyone, of course. Yeah, yeah, everyone starts trying to lead, head for the exit, you know. But this time, you know, they're actually going. They don't need Carter's direction, you know. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to be all, ah, titty, titty, titty. titty. <laughs> yeah. Get them titties out of here. They're actually... All the titties are getting out of there on their own. Yeah. <laughs> and so... Um, and he's trying to find, he's trying to find Lee, and Lee's trying to find him all at once, right? Yes. And so, what happens, that's right, so they're, they're upstairs and they're fighting, and, um, Huli has the detonator, she's gonna try to blow, she's gonna try to blow Lee's mouth, Lee up with a bomb in his mouth. Right. But Isabella blows her cover. Correct. She says she's in the secret service, so that... Julie and Isabella start fighting, mm-hmm. and Lee pushes the detonator out. out of the window and onto the floor where everyone's running, and it's getting kicked around. Uh-huh. And so somehow Lee and Carter run into each other, right? Right. And they're watching it, and Carter sees the detonator. He's like, "Oh, this can't be good." So then he decides to st- or to try to <laughs> unravel all the tape around his mouth, and he gets it. And just in time when he spits out the bomb, uh, the bomb and spits it into a roulette thing, uh-huh. is when what's her name, Huli, detonates it. Right. Why the hell didn't you tell me you had a bomb in your mouth? I did. I said, mm, "Yeah." What the hell is mm, mm, boom? <laughs> and so now everyone's out. Everyone's out of the fucking casino, casino. except for you know Ricky Tan, Stephen Rains, not Roman, and <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Huli and Carter and, and Lee. So, Carter and Lee, they're, they're going to try to go upstairs, right? Mm-hmm. And that's when Huli is like, no. Nah. She throws the spear at him and almost hits Carter. Yeah, so Carter and Huli's fight downstairs while Lee goes upstairs to try to catch Ricky Tan. But, this is like the third time, third or fourth time that Carter and her have fought, right? And right. Whooped her, she's whooped her, his ass every, every time. Every time, yep. And this is one of our favorite parts to say, right? So yes. Lee's like... Nah, you know what? I'm going to treat you like a man. A very cute man who I'd like to take to the movies. <laughs> How many times do you tell me that? Yeah, exactly. A lot. Oh. So. I'm trying to take you to the movies. What? What is it? The 28th for The Last Jedi? No, wait. Oh, uh, I would never see that God, movie again. Sorry, my Return bad. of the Jedi. You're Return sick. Return of the We're Jedi. We're going to try to go on the 4th, though, remember? Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Uh, but, uh, so, and that fight's f- funny, too, because, uh. What is she trying to stab him? She tries to stab him in the chest, but with a sword. With but a the sword. money's there. But the yeah, the pile, of stack of money is stops the sword from penetrating, mm-hmm. and she just happens to get hit with some other projectile, like a, like some kind of spear. Like she steps on the the, like if you were to step on a rake, the and it comes back and right, her, and the spikes hit her. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And, and she gets knocked out. Uh, yeah. And then he leaves, goes upstairs, and he finds Lee and Ricky Tan in a. Oh, Lee's got Ricky up against the wall with the gun pointed towards Correct, him. Correct, yeah. But that's after Ricky Tan has stabbed... I was going to say... Roman Roman Reigns. Reigns. <laughs> Did you see my face? Yeah. I had the... Um, Stephen Reigns for the plates, because Stephen Reigns was going to leave with the plates. I fucking love that exchange, too. He goes, I love your story about that dragon and the treasure. Do you know Do you know the moral of that story? 
And he, that's when Steve tells him, greed will imprison us all. And so he stabs him. And he's all, I hate that fortune cookie bullshit. Uh-huh. Or that fortune cookie shit. So, <laughs> I like, right before Carter goes upstairs, though, when he thinks that she's dead, he's all, me and you could have had something special. Mm-hmm. But you were one crazy ass bitch. Yeah. Oh, man. So. <laughs> and then we go back to the part where he's like, shoot him, shoot him, Lee. And then. Oh, yeah. But before that, uh, Carter and Lee have to kick the door open, right? Right. And so he's all, Lee, oh, kick yes. it. But the, the bloopers of that scene is the, is even better because he's all, Jackie, kick it. Okay, Chris Tucker. And he kicks the door. <laughs> and, then he, and then he does another blooper. And then the, 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 the next take, he's all, all right, Jackie, kick it. Jackie, Jackie again. again. And he, does, he still does every time. Yeah. It's so funny. And then it cuts to the part where the... Another blooper when they're with Kenny at the at his restaurant, uh-huh. and he's like, "We would we would love we to see that Jackie. We we would love to see that." And then again, we would love to see that Jackie. His name is Lee. Lee Goddamn it! <laughs> we love to see that Lee. We love to see we that. We love to see that. And um, so then we Ricky Tan goes out the window, which we know. And then remember, we thought Huli was dead or at least knocked out. Well. All of a sudden, she appears in the room. With another bomb. She has another bomb. How many bombs do these people have at their disposal? And she's saying something in Chinese, and she's mad and whatever. Yeah. And they're like, oh, hell no. So they take off their suit coats, and they... they Dangle them over this, like, wire that's running. It's like a uh light. It hangs lights. Yep. And then they finally get to the the street. The bomb goes off. and They don't die. No, they don't die, but they're in the street. And then all of a sudden, here comes this big tractor trailer... And they're like, ah! And they like lay down and the, the truck goes over them. Um, well, Jackie says something smart right there. What does he say? I can't remember. I can't believe I cooked it before this shit or something like that. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, classic. Classic movie. I, that's like I said like I said earlier, the second one's probably my favorite over the first one. Uh-huh. Um, and it ends, too, again, with them at the airport. But this time... Oh, <laughs> yeah, you almost forgot. This time, uh, Carter was at the tables and he won real money. And he's like, I'm still hot. And he tries to give Lee some money. And Lee's like, No, I can't take this. He's like, Come on, I have so much more in my. I got a lot more. Lee. Yeah. And so he's like, um, You can come with me to New York. He's like, I've always wanted to see Madison Square Garden. But in the bloopers. Oh, he's like, I, always, I always wanted to go to Madison Square Garden and see the Knicks play. Yes. The bloopers he can't say he takes him square medicine garden or something like that. I always want to go square. Shh, shh. I always want to go to square. Shh. <laughs> and then he finally gets it. Um, and Every it square garden, I'm gone. I'm gone. <laughs> and that's how it ends. And then we don't get a third one for gosh, several years. Yeah. So that came out in '02. We get the third one in '07. And the third one, I don't, I won't go in too much detail about it, other than a couple of my favorite, uh, yeah. for the sake of time, but for the sake, uh, but some of my favorite quotes from that movie, and and you remember Jordan, right? My old roommate Jordan. Oh yeah. Uh huh. And one of my good friends, one of uh, our favorite quotes from that movie is when they're in the hospital, right? And the triads are coming to kill Han because they're gonna, they're trying to finish the job after they shot him. Right. Well, Carter Lee and Sue Young uh, make a trap for him, and so. They get to the hospital bed and they open it and Han, they think Han's there, but Carter's at the bottom of it. And so they're confused when they open up the blanket and it's not Consul Han. And then Carter comes from the bottom and points his gun. He's like, don't move. I'll blow your ass cheeks off. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's when they finally get 
They hold a... Oh, they hold one of them. The, the Asian man but hostage, but he speaks French. French. And so they got to get one of the nuns from, uh, from the chapel to translate. That that whole exchange is oh, hilarious, so too. Oh, so funny. And he's like... They're not wanting, They're not trying not to cuss in front of the... The, the nun. The nun. And so he's like... Um, I want to call him an A.W. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, tell his mama he's a... Tell his mama, tell him that his mama's a W and his grandma's a tupid W. <laughs> and then uh, he said, uh, oh, she's trying to translate what the French or what the Asians is saying, the triad is saying to, about Lee and Carter. And uh-huh. she goes, he called this gentleman uh, another word for a cat. <gasps> and, <laughs> and that's when uh, Lee's all, just call him a A-W, Lee. A hole is spelled with an H. <laughs> just call him an asshole. <laughs> Oh, that's right. And so after all that's failed, Lee Carter's like, you know what? Screw this. And he points the gun at him. And she said, uh, he's like, what is he saying? And she goes, she, he said, shoot me. And he goes, Ooh, forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. And then he shoots, but the gun is empty. And he's like, Lee, there's no bullets in this gun. I am trying to kill somebody, somebody man. man. And then he loads it again. And then she starts praying. Yeah. The nun does. And he's like, <laughs> Yes, call call the Lord, sister. Tell him we about to have some company. <laughs> I don't think he doesn't end up shooting him, right? Because no. the guy comes up with Jean Dieff. That's what he says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Right. And so, and he's like, "Thanks, sister." And she's Anytime, like, "Anytime, bro." Yeah. <laughs> and that's Professor McGonagall too, right? Yes, yeah. as far as I know, yeah. Put, I need to put some more respect on her now. I, I know. She's more than just those. Didn't she pass? No, she's still alive. Don't okay. put that evil on oh, Ricky Bobby. Not knock on wood. Um, one of my favorite parts is when, um, they're getting picked up from the airport after they have just been, like, strip-searched by that Frenchman getting hit by a dang, what is it, a a phone book and stuff like that. Anyway, so they get into, I guess, like, an Uber or a taxi, and this guy is like, ugh, Americans, he hates Americans. Well, then Carter's like fed up with it and he pulls a gun to his head and he's like, I want you to sing the national anthem. Well, so he starts singing the French national anthem and he's like, no, no, not that one. America's. And he starts singing. I don't know it. Yeah. And so Carter starts to sing it and the guy starts back and it turns into a friendship. Um, yeah, because he always wanted to be a, a spy. A spy. That's, That's right. Because he, yeah. he always watched those American movies. Mm-hmm. But Carter's always like, uh, but he's like, he first gets in and he goes, I don't drive his kind. My kind, American. Oh, <laughs> yes. He thinks he was thinking, black. Yeah, so rude. And he's like, uh, you Americans can't even beat the French in basketball anymore. The dream team is dead. Now, I know I didn't hear you. Don't, don't be talking shit about the NBA. Don't let me hear you say that about the NBA again. <laughs> and he tells, and like when he starts seeing it too, he's like, oh, say can uh, you see? And the Frenchman is just doing his very best. Yeah, it's right. So uh, uh, undoubtedly the best scene in that movie though I think is when when they go to because uh, they're in LA right when when uh, when the ha- when Consul Han is shot yes yes that's right they're in LA but they go to uh, the where Sue Young trains martial arts oh yes and he's like no Carter wait for the master and he walks across the mat and he opens a door, and it's that huge guy, and he's a, like, whoa! I'm sorry, man. I was looking for the bathroom. <laughs> and he, the big guy comes out of the room, and he grabs him, and lifts him up, and he's all, like, Lee, 
I need some help. You boy on steroids. You got a head like Barry Bonds. <laughs> so they start the fight, and then he steps on Carter's foot, and he's like, ah, my bunion. Yeah. And then that that becomes a whole exchange of you. Oh, another you, right? Another you. We'll be asking the questions, old man. Who are you? I am you. No, I know who I am. Who are you? You. And then the other guy. Who are you? Me? Yes, you. I am me. me. He is you, and, and he is me, and I am you. I'm about to whoop everyone for <laughs> me, him, you. you. Everybody knows. <laughs> and then they finally get to her locker, right? That's yeah, what they want in the That's what place. they want, yeah. I don't really know a whole, whole lot about the third one. I'll watch it if it's on. It is still really good, but it's not one where I will quote every day like Rush Hour 1 I don't know. I can say the boy ass cheeks off. Yeah, that one's pretty funny. But not as much as the second and first one. And like mm. I said, the second one I still think is the best one. Yeah. But the last thing I'll touch about is, you remember who plays Kenji, right? Uh, Lee's brother in the movie? Um, yes. I apologize if I say his name wrong. Hiroyuki Sanada. What have we seen with He's him? In Mortal Kombat. At Scorpion. Is he, oh, he is. With your little Scorpion. That's a good movie, man. Also nostalgic. It did everything that I and wanted to do. And then he did the whole, do. get over here. Yeah, man. Dun, 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 dun. The best. I wasn't so fat, man. I would have dressed up as Scorpion, no, too. No, dog. We're doing Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles this year. Oh, uh, yeah. Knuckles is kind of chubby, so I can be Knuckles. Why am I angry at the enemy, Paul? <laughs> oh, man. So, I mean, I didn't know if we could go on. I thought we were going to come up short but once again we have gone over we're almost an hour and 45 minutes yeah i know oh man what an episode what a lot to talk about i still feel like there's stuff we probably missed missed. um but i hope you guys enjoy enjoyed this episode this very special episode Uh, you got to hang out and deal with what a daily a day-to-day thing for me is like this is basically an inside look at what my home life is like. This is the kind of conversations that we have, the exact way we talk, mm-hmm. and how we quote these movies all the time. Yep. Uh, I'd like to hear from you guys. What's your favorite Rush Hour movie? Is it one, two, or three? Uh, let me know. There's going to be a Q&A. There's going to be an Interact on Spotify. I might put a poll up on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, but guys, I appreciate all the support you've given me, con- uh, continue to give me, uh, we're coming up on almost three months, almost 90 days of episodes, oh, wow. guys. So I, I appreciate you guys continuing to support. And I love, I still love doing this kind of this content for you guys. Um, what I liked about last week is some of you reached out to me and talked about how you liked how I put together its own little series within the show, The Gone Too Soon, which is going to have some more episodes. Like I said, not necessarily week back-to-back weeks but as we go on we're going to revisit and find other people who i think that we've lost that deserve to be a part of that series Mm -hmm. um but guys i appreciate y'all being here continue to hit up the facebook and twitter page give us a like uh show everyone uh, show your mom and dada show your brother (laughs) sister your sister's ass uh the podcast and uh, hope us, hopefully we'll get to our uh, 300 play mark here pretty soon. We're almost there. I think we're at uh, 270, 270. Oh, nice. so we're about 30 plays away already. I know last week I was just talking about, let's see if we can get to 200. So you guys are absolutely knocking it out of the park. And I hope that I continue to, I can continue to give you deliver on giving you guys content that you want to continue to listen to. Um, but I appreciate y'all being here. 
Uh, next week, I've got something so special for you guys. A ba- another ep- another pod about music, and let's get into one of the most influential metal bands of all times, Metallica. Are you alive? Uh, so I am looking forward to uh, to talking to you about that. Um, won't be as broad as the uh, episode with Kiss. Uh, there was going to be a topic about the band, so we so that we don't have to quote unquote blow our whole load in one go. There's still going to be more to, to come back to. Um, but I hope you guys liked it. Say good night or say goodbye to my wife. Thank y'all so much for having me. Hopefully, I'll be back on soon. Well, that just depends of. You know, if I think you should be back. I'm just kidding. Of course you'll be back on. But I think there's plenty of other topics of it that me and you can shed some light on go back and forth on. Oh, yeah. Definitely. But, guys, be safe out there. If you're not familiar, the NHL playoffs start tonight, and the Stars are in the Stanley Cup playoffs. We kick off game one of the first round against the Minnesota Wild in Dallas tonight. Uh, so show your support. The Rangers, we're in first place in the West, and we just finished our first series against the Astros. And we've got where took ownership of this series two games to one. Uh, so let's hope that success continues to find both Dallas teams. Uh, and hopefully, maybe the Cowboys will find some success later on this year, too. Uh, but I can't wait to uh, hear from you guys, and I'll see you guys next week.